Hey, good evening, everybody. How is everybody today? Uh, this is Sean Kelly on Into the Night, um, Tuesday night, 10 o'clock p.m. And you got to excuse me tonight because uh, I'm, all, I'm, I'm tired tonight. Um, and it's because, like I said last week, during the holidays where I work at, it, it's awful busy, you know. And I work a lot of hours, and, and I'm just tired. I'm tired today. So there's a couple things that I wanted to bring up today um, about a little bit of Christmas thing. And um, we're just going to wing it tonight, okay? We're going to wing it. So how was everybody's week? Mine, mine's been tiring, okay? Really, really tiring. But... I managed to get up in the morning, put my shoes and socks on, and go uh, in my, my clothes, and I end up going to work as usual. Um, I have been helping as many people as I can, you know, during you know this holiday season. Um, my thing, um, you know, I, I said that that I made a challenge last week. And that challenge was if you could go to the Salvation Army or go to the food bank and at least donate one can of food or some, some food or anything that you could. Well, I really didn't have the time to get there. But what was crazy, though, this was really, really crazy. Where I work at, something say, um, there, there is a church that feeds 70 people weekly. Okay, and so I went into work Friday morning, and my meat manager came up to me, and he said, can you take care of this order? And I said, sure, I could do that. So I made 70 pounds of ground meat, one-pound packages. I made um, chicken thighs, 70 packages of chicken thighs, you know, and as long as I was doing it, I'm thinking, wow, you know, uh, the big man upstairs must have heard my prayers. And so I'm the only one that did it. No one helped me. You know, it was my, it was my, my baby, you know, it was my job to do. And so I figured, hey, if I can't make it to the Salvation Army or the food bank, I, you know, I can do this for 70 people. And so, you know, it just wasn't just uh, hamburger meat or it just wasn't um, or just chicken thighs. But we gave like 70 half gallons of milk, 70 dozen of eggs, you know. We wanted to make sure, oh, 70 half hams, you know. And it's just, uh, you know, to me, it, it, it's a little thing to do. But to a person who has no food for the holiday season or families who are struggling, okay, you know, it's huge for them, you know, and it felt good. I really, really felt good. And when the people came Sunday to pick the food up, um, everything, I, I just had this nice, nice little warm theory, theory, you know, feeling that I had, you know, so... Did anybody, you know, go along with the challenge and hit the food banks with something tonight? Um, if so, if you don't want to say that you did, that's okay. But if you didn't make it, that's okay, too. You know, it was just a challenge, you know. And so that that's where I'm at right now today. Um, I don't know. how How's everybody else doing this holiday season? Anybody? You know, please make a comment in, in the comment section for my show. And um, we'd like to hear about it. We'd like to hear what's on your mind. I want to know a question from you guys is, what does Christmas mean to you? Okay. I, I would like to know, because Christmas to me is, you know, it's not so much getting a present. Hey, Holly. How you doing? I'm a bah humbug. Oh, man. You know, I almost got there this week, this past week. But you know what? I'm, 
I, I can't get into that bar humbug because I'm a miserable SOB, if you understand what I mean. I can't bar humbug it. But uh, I hope you're, well, how do you say you're a bar humbug, Holly? How come? You know, you know, please share with us if you want. Um, but Christmas to me is very, it's not so much getting the presents, okay? It, it's more about giving than receiving, you know? And especially when it comes to little children, you know, how excited they are, you know, going to bed Christmas Eve, you know, knowing that Santa Claus will be there um, and leave them something for Christmas morning, you know, a gift or two, you know? And, and when they smile, and how they're all excited, you know, and the mom and dads, you know, they're cooking breakfast in the morning, you know, and, uh, you know, poor old mom and dad being up till three, four in the morning trying to put together everything, you know, <laughs> they're tired, but, you know, it's all about the believe it's all about the kids. My, my cousin here, Brian, says, doing well, bud. Christmas means a lot more than when people are getting on. Doing well, but Christmas means a lot more when people are getting, that's true, Brian, because it, it, I feel the same way. You know, I'm getting older, you know, I'm the, the big six zero, you know what I mean? I know you're still, you know, young, you're a youngster, Brian, but you know, it, it is because at, you, you, we all went through that phase you know, where, you know, we we were the kid and we were getting the presents. Oh, oh, you will see me again. One of these days, Brian, I'm just going to come down to South Carolina and knock on your door, take your mom and dad and, and you out to dinner. You know, I, you will definitely see me again. Definitely. You know, since I retired from ghost hunting, I can, you know, go places. But, uh, but Merry Christmas to you and your mom and your dad. Give your mom a hug for me, please. I appreciate that. How are we miss her? Um, and Holly says, I think Christmas got too commercialized and the true meaning got lost along the way. You know what, Holly? That is true. You know, it is commercialized. But you know what's crazy about this year? You know, I, I don't see so many ads in the newspapers anymore. It just seems like everything is being done online. You know, I'll be the first one to admit it that, you know, I got Christmas presents online, you know, because it's easy, it's simple. But what about the times when, when you were young where you would just sit at the table or sit around a Christmas tree, you know, watch some Christmas movies, you know, or... You know, have a party like I like I said last week. Um, it's my mom's birthday on Christmas Day, but we always had a birthday party for her on Christmas Eve, and so we really, really look forward to Christmas Eve. Um, I never attempted to go to midnight mass because I was usually tired. <laughs> I was really, really tired, you know. But we knew, you know, when we woke up. That we go up to the 1230 Mass up at St. Bernard's Church. It's not called that no more. It's called, uh, uh, what is it called? St. Michael's, you know, the Archangel. St. Michael's the Archangel or something like that. You know, but go out and get all dressed up nice and then go over to my grandpa's house. You know, sit on his lap. He'd flip me a silver quarter or silver dollar. and I mean, it meant the world, you know. Well, we, you know, it just, I, I remember, you know, when I was young, I was in bed before my mom's Christmas parties were coming around. But as I got older, I was allowed to stay up a little bit. And, you know, like 10, 15 people coming over to house on Christmas Eve and just having a lot of fun playing Christmas carols, decorating the tree, you know, I don't I don't think that 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 goes anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, my mom she likes to have our Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving, so that's all we did. And we put it up and you know, 
you know, my mom likes to decorate with the bulbs. You know, I put the tree up. It's a fake tree, which is okay. It's been, it lasted 20 some years. So, and it's still looking good. You know, the most important uh, thing on the tree. Okay. And maybe I'll take a picture and show it to you, but we have an angel on top of our tree and, and I kind of face the angel looking at me because I, you know, where I sit in the living room, you know, and when I'm feeling down or if I'm feeling bad, it's like, you know what? I look up at her and I know she's down there smiling at me, you know, I always wonder, you know, could I have her a guardian angel or is my guardian angel sitting up on that tree looking down at me? You know, probably smoking a pack of cigarettes because I'm driving them crazy, you know, or her crazy. Who knows what it is? Holly says, Holly just typed in, I just got tired with all the fuss after my kids got grown up. Yeah. You know, Holly, I just have one. I don't know how many kids you have, Holly, but I got one son. And um, right now he's out in Indiana State. And he's coming in for Christmas, which I'm very, very grateful for and which I'm very happy for. But you know what? It was all about him growing up. And then, you know, and, and it really wasn't so fussy. You have three sons. God bless you, Holly. At least you don't have to pay for all the weddings, huh? <laughs> you know, that's, that's what the wives are for. But, yeah, I understand, Holly, what you're getting at. Um, it, it, it's just... It's gotten to the point, honest to God, everybody, it, it, it got to the point for this year. I, I, I don't even know what to get them, you know. You know, I know usually I give them like Starbucks or I'll buy him a book on Ohio State, Brian. Remember that, Ohio State, not Penn State, Ohio State. Okay, just want you to remember that. Need to get that in there on you, Brian. But... He likes Ohio State football. He likes Ohio State basketball. And you know what? I try to get him a, like a book or something like that on that. But he's 32, and then he has his own life, what's going on. So you know what? Basically, I just couldn't get him a Starbucks, you know, present, you know, a gift card for 50 bucks, and then, uh, you know, pay for his gas on the way back to Indiana, and then get slip him a, a $20, $25 you know, $20, $25 meal, dollars, you know, so he can get a meal on the way home, you know. And and, and that's, that's about it. But you know what? It's not that he, um, he I, I give it because I want to. And he is my son, okay? But by giving to him and giving to my mom, and given to my brothers, and given it to anybody who needs it. To me, that that is the meaning of Christmas to me, you know, by giving. Not so much to receive, and because to be honest with you, everybody, I got practically everything I need. And usually it's all, all material, and, and I'm not really big into material things, you know. Now, I got my own Christmas present coming up in January, and that's my brand-new truck, which I'm really, really looking forward to. I uh, never had a truck, but that's my Christmas present to me. You know. So, like everybody out there, you know, like Holly shared that she's a bah humbug, and, and she got tired of, of all the fuss. How about anybody else? Um, and my cousin Brian. You know, he means when people are getting older. You know, it. I, I really don't want to say this, but I really only have the spirit for maybe a day or two, to be honest with you. Because I'm so busy at work, you know, and helping people out and trying to do their meal, you know, and... Um, because it's funny being a meat cutter. Oops, someone someone sent something to me. I don't know. Okay. Oh, Joe says okay. That's my that's my boy. That's my producer. <laughs> but you know what? Um, 
but just being a meat cutter, okay, it's not so much just cutting meat and grinding for hamburger, you know. You actually have to teach people how to cook, you know. In fact, I'll give you a good for instance. Today, some lady came up and she was all nervous because she was having her people come in over the weekend, I mean, over Christmas, and uh, she wanted to get a ham and she wanted, you know, to, to cook them a dinner. You know, and I did that. You know, I, I said, well, how many people are you feeding? You know, how much do you think is there going to be more food to typical questions? You know, and I wasn't ignorant with her. You know, I was just nice. And and I planned out her dinner for her. And she just had like the biggest relief on on, on her. And see, to me, ladies and gentlemen, that's Christmas for me, you know. But the spirit of it, I, I just, it's real hard for me to get into it. I, you know, I get on here the last couple of weeks and I'm taught, got to get the Christmas spirit, happy, holly, jolly, whatever, you know. But I'd be lying to tell it. Whoa. Whoa. My chair just moved. I got a ghost here. Holy crap. Whoa. This is creepy. Michelle, if you're listening, who is it? Woo, that was strong. But I guess the ghost is trying to tell me, you know what? You do have a Christmas spirit. I do. Wow, this is huge. You should see my goosebumps. They're crazy. I see. Can you show? Look at them. But I guess it looks like I have to start getting into the Christmas spirit. And I will probably. Now, when, when you guys watch, uh, I want to ask another question here. When you watch movies, right, do you, um, do you cry at them? Do you cry at the Christmas movies? Or when, whenever you hear, like, um, a Christmas carol or some sort, you know, do you, do you cry? I know I do. And I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm getting creeped out. You know, it's been a while. But this one snuck up on me and still here. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So if I feel a little, if I look a little bit of fidgety today, tonight, you know what? And I keep looking around. You know what? That's that's the reason why. Um, it's the ghost of Christmas present from Christmas Carol. <laughs> oh, hello, dear. You're great. It could be. It could be. It's probably, it, it could be the, you know, the ghost of Christmas present, you know, because uh, I don't know. I sounded like a, like a Donnie Downer there, you know, for a little bit there. But maybe the spirit just came back and kicked me in the butt right now. And this is how the paranormal works. You know what I mean? I, I guarantee it's probably my guardian angel because it was like very, very, um, very intense. And my guardian angel um, is Uriel, U-R-I-E-L. Look him up on Google him and we'll tell you all about him. He's been with me for a very long time. And whenever I get stepped out of line, you know what? He's there to you know, kick me in the butt. You know what I mean? So everything is calming down now. Um, but when it comes to Christmas music, Christmas carols or Christmas music. And is there a thought that just comes to your head and just make you want to cry? You know, um, my, I do. You know, my favorite Christmas carol is Oh Holy Night. Right? And um, I don't know if you ever heard of the group Trans-Siberian Orchestra. You got to go. Okay. Because... Their Christmas concert is out of this world. Silent Night. Ah, okay. That's a pretty song. Silent Night. I like that too. But when I when I hear Oh Holy Night, that, that Holly Holly's was Silent Night. So whenever I hear Oh Holy Night, the stars and brothers are shining. 
Yeah, I, I sing a little bit too. I, I, I get a little teardrop in my eye, you know. Um, and what child is this who laid the rest on Mary's lap and is sleeping? You know. And there, there's a couple, but there's some very, very good, um, happy ones, though, I must say. I remember when my son was like in his sixth grade, uh, rock, was it rocking around a Christmas tree? Yeah. <laughs> my son was the Christmas tree and it's been what 20 24 25 years now and I remember that you know and every time I hear that song and um, I'm like and it just brings a smile because I, I I still see my son up there on the stage as a Christmas tree this was really pretty cool you know what I mean but uh the reason why I, I brought up a Christmas Carol because you know, going to bring this up last week, but we really didn't have any time. But I, one day I was at work and on the radio, because we have to hear Christmas drama. <laughs> That's a good one. Grant, Holly says, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. That's funny. So I like that one. But Holly, uh, about three or a while back, you know, like I said, that working in the supermarket, you actually... Um, got to hear Christmas Carol 24-7 there, you know, the day after Thanksgiving all the way up until the day after Christmas. You have to hear Christmas 24-7 up there. You know, so the song that I heard was the 12 Days of Christmas. And I'm like, wow, that would be something to think about, you know. Is there another meaning behind the 12, you know, 12 days of Christmas. Well, there is. You know what? And I come to find out. I had it all written down, but I lost it. But the, the Christmas Carol, 12 days of Christmas, is basically written for December 26th up to the 5th of January, something like that. Um, and I always thought, it was part of Christmas, but it's actually after the part of Christmas. And there's some different things like a partridge in a pear tree. You know, they resemble that as a dove. Um, five golden rings. It, it, it was really cool. I had it all written down. I was all ready to go with it. And then I forgot all about it. Yes, so please forgive me when I do that. I forget a lot. But you know what? It, it was interesting about the 12 days of Christmas. There was so much um, information about it because I, I, you know, I said to myself, I said, self, you know, these are old Christmas songs. And I'm sure there's another meaning behind all that. You know, um, it could be religious. It could be, um, you know, something... Oh, how, what I'm trying to say. Something that had to pertain to it, like the Catholic religion, you know, or something like that. But it, it was, uh, so I've been well, doing a little research on it. And the first one that came up was the 12 Days of Christmas. And, you know, ever since being on the radio, I do a lot of research to the best of my ability. And, you know, it's crazy. I do the research, write it down, and I lose it. Or I write it down in my notes, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> what did I write? Did I, that's the thing I want to ask you guys, too. Have you write down notes, and you can't even read your own handwriting? Uh, the joke going on right now is, um, in order, you know, we, we older people, you know, we write cursive, okay? And everyone's saying that it's a secret code on how to write, <laughs> which is true. I believe that. You know, it's funny when my kid, when my son was in grade school, they never in school they never taught him how to write. And I'm thinking that's crazy. You know, that, that's really really crazy. But I can't even read his. So he's you know he is a doctor, but um, I can't read his. But I'm, I'm sure Holly wrote down, Holly says, I write down recipes and can't read them. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. 
Uh, my mom, Holly, my mom's handwriting is really, really tiny, very tiny. And um, you know, she'll give me a grocery list to do, you know, when I, you know, after work, after I'm done working. And I literally have to call her and I have to ask her, what do you got here? <laughs> what What's this one saying? You know, but, and that's okay. Oh, 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 I got to share this with you. Well, my dad was alive. No, my dad was a very patient guy. And um, one year, um, they would, when his cards were huge, you know what I mean? Instead of, instead of sending an email or whatever. But when you actually sent Christmas cards, we would send about 150 of them, you know, every year. So one year, my father had a red pen and a green pen. And every other letter was red and green. And he did that for all the Christmas cards. You know, but he had the patience for it. My dad had really good writing. And uh, it was crazy. He did it. You know, like Sean, green S, red H, green A, red W, green N. You know, and he did that with all his Christmas cards. I miss my dad. You know, um, I outlived him. He died at 52. You know, and um, Christmases with him, it was kind of hard with him because he always worked. He worked on at the Pittsburgh Press whenever it was around. And he worked weird hours and stuff. So he usually had to work, you know, Christmas night. But um, my dad was a good man. You know, he died when he was 52. He died of cancer, you know. And so I, I lived my father. But, you know, they say... You know, when you die, there's going to be people waiting for you when you get into heaven, right? Okay. And I'm thinking, and I'm hoping, I really, really am hoping that my dad there, my dad's waiting for me, you know, so I can give him a hug, you know. And it's really weird because I'll join the ghost hunting business and, you know, doing talk, doing the paranormal, you know. I, it just felt like I never saw my father, you know. It was hard. Maybe he did come to me. Um, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, I know that I, you know, I sit in this spot in the living room. And every now and then I'll smell some cigarette smoke. Um, and I'll smell coffee, you know. So when I do that, I figure he's popping in and, you know, just checking me out. Um, my mom wanted me to tell you this story, you know, on my show, on, on the show tonight. You know, my brother got her a fur, fur coat, okay? I mean, I don't know. He knows a dude who knows a dude who knows a dude, one of them. But he got it for really cheap, you know? And uh, so it was actually hanging between... We have the sliding doors in our house. <laughs> and it was actually uh, hung. And one, one morning, my mom woke up at 4.30 in the morning and... She saw this thing, this big shadow standing in front of, you know, the t behind the TV in between the living room and the dining room. <laughs> and she thought it was a ghost. <laughs> Honestly, God, she got scared. It was funny when she told me that story. Holly, Sean, if you're doing the vaping thing, please quit. It's very harmful to your lungs. Thank you for bringing that up, Holly. Thank you. Uh, I do vape, you know, um, and then I know you see it sometimes, and and I really shouldn't because pretty soon big things are happening to this uh, station. Um, but, you know, Holly, I, I will try, you know, maybe, you know, I can't tell you straight out that I will not quit because I won't quit right now because, to be honest with you, um, it's all I have to calm my nerves, to be honest with you. It's all I have. And um, who knows, maybe one day I will. But I'll make sure to tell you that if I do it, I will do it. You know. But thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you. Um, you're a good girl. You're a good girl, Holly. Thank you. You're a good friend, too. 
So we'll see what goes. Um, but, you know, I was doing a little research today. You know, I figured. Um, I found out... Uh, <laughs> I found out that um, what the mistletoe is all about. So, anybody out there? Holly? Anybody? Brian? So anyone can tell me about the mistletoe? Hmm. Okay, so I wrote it down because, and I have it right here. I actually did it at work. Okay, I'll check this out. You're welcome, hon. Uh, now, here's the mistletoe meaning, okay? Uh, the Celtic Druids valued the mistletoe for its healing experiences, energies, healing energies. A young lady caught under the mistletoe could not refuse a kiss. Hi, Denise. Good to see you. Ah, Merry Christmas to you, hon. Um, a young lady, and this is the second meaning, a young lady caught under the mistletoe could not refuse a kiss. If a girl is not kissed, she will be single next Christmas. <laughs> all right. You know, all you girls out there, you better get some mistletoe. You want you you know if you want to get you know be married by next Christmas, if not you know you'll be single again. Um, according to ancient customs, after each kiss, one berry is to be removed until they are all gone. Um, now I I come up with a question. It was is mistletoe a symbol of Christmas? What do you think? Is it a symbol? That explains why I never got married. <laughs> better go find some. Oh, oh it's funny. Better go find some mistletoe. Take it to a party. Uh, I hope I'm invited to the wedding hall. Um, the mistletoe is symbol of Christmas. It associates with, with fertility and vitality. So by the 18th century, it was incorporated during Christmas celebrations. No way. <laughs> now, Santa Claus will bring you a man next year. There you go. <laughs> That's a joke. Not getting married. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Sorry. You know, okay. I'm sorry. I'll, I won't probably get no chocolate chip cookies this year either. Huh? But that's okay. But that's the thing about the mistletoe because I'd like, like again, I, I sit at work and I've cut meat and I'm thinking of all these different things, you know. And um, so the mistletoe came up. I was like, ah, let's see what it has to say. And that's what I had to say. So before my show started, I had a very good show last, you know, last show on Chasing Prophecy, it was on the missing 411 UFO connection. And so I did a lot of research on that, so I really, really never got into what I wanted to do. But um, I just, you know, I just said, who is Santa Claus? Does anyone know who Santa Claus is? Well, I found out real quick that it was St. Nicholas, and he was born in the year 286 AD. And the story behind him was um, he was really rich. And uh, he was really rich. And what he would do was go all over the countryside and he would give his money people, money away to people who needed it and heal the sick. You know, he was always there to help people. So that's how St. Nicholas got to be considered Santa Claus. Um, Santa Claus to me is, is, is just a person, somebody growing up that would bring me presents. But as time went on, 
Santa Claus meant the true meaning of Christmas for me because he brought joy and happiness to everybody. You know, and it's not so much around the Christmas time for me that I, I believe in Santa Claus or I think of him, you know, during um, the year, you know, probably, you know, something good happens, you know, it's like, you know, he jumps on his sleigh and throws me like, you know, a couple, a couple cookies and a glass of milk, and it makes my life a lot better, you know, but that's what Santa Claus means to me. Santa Claus means giving to me. And do I believe him? No. Do I believe in him? No. But you know what? There are people out there who do believe in him. And that's okay. Right? Whatever keeps him going. Holly says, well, Holly says, I always used to joke I wasn't getting married until I was 62. I only have about eight months left to get married. <laughs> That's fun, Holly. Well, I'll tell you what. My psychic prediction is telling me, Holly, that you're going to get married, you know, in a couple of years. That's my psychic prediction. <laughs> uh, you'd, you'd kill me if that happened, huh? You'd be like, oh, let's pay Sean all this money. Um, so who is Santa Claus to you? Who is Santa Claus? Feel free to mention, you know, feel free to explain in the comments who you think Santa Claus is, you know? I don't know, but I know he's giving. And if he's anything like St. Nicholas, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, that's what's happening in my computer. You know, that, that big old spirit that came while well, earlier in the show, but it, you know, it's around, but, you know, he, he backed away. So it had to be my guardian angel. Absolutely. No doubt. You know, to kick me in the butt to keep going. So what is everybody's plans for Christmas? Thank you, girl. Thank you, Denise. She hit it right on the head. The spirit of giving without expecting anything back. Awesome, Denise. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. And it's true. Denise hit, hit it right on the spot. The spirit of giving without expecting anything back is the true meaning of Christmas. You know, we all can, you know, we all can get material things. We can get the new phone. We can get the new TV. Or a ring, old jewelry, something like that. But you know what? What would be awesome is just to give your love, your kindness, your patience as a present to a person. Because if you look at it, you know, we only handle those material things for maybe about a week. And then they get put away in the jewelry box or wherever, you know. So or so, you know, the next day, it's like, oh, look at this ring I got. Look at this phone. Look at this watch. And then you put it away. But when you can give your love and you can give your help and you can give your you know, your patience, your love, when you can give that to a person, especially around the holiday season, okay, that's a lot. To me, that would be the best present in the world. You know, it would be. Unless it's your mom. <laughs> you know, my mom's lucky because her birthday's on Christmas Day. She was born on Christmas, so she gets two presents, and she always reminds us that we have to get her two presents. But you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll get her presents, but also will give her my love. You know, in the back of your mind, you're saying, well, you're supposed to, that's your mom. True, she is. 
But you know what? Without her, I would not be here today without my mom. She took me in when I had nothing. And now I got a lot. And I truly believe that um, God said, you know, Sean, it's time to take care of your mom. And I do. I do. I take care of her. And she might not notice it sometimes. But, you know, that's my Christmas present to her. Oh, one of your exes. I thought you were never married, hon. Uh, Holly says one of my ex's birthdays was on Christmas, you know. But my mom, this is my mom, and I got to take care of her. We got to take care of our mothers and fathers. We have to, you know, because they took care of us. Oh, it wasn't just a boyfriend. Oh, okay, okay. Just a boyfriend. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Boy, that guy locked out, Holly. He sort of hung on to you. You know, you're a good woman. You're a good person. Just like Denise is. She's a good person. My cousin Brian, he's a good person. My friend Tommy, he's a good present person. You know? But my mom, I got to take care of my mom. And that's okay. And that's okay. Um... So that is the whole true meaning of Christmas. Denise, you really knocked it right on the head. The spirit of giving without expecting anything back. So right there, that line, that simple line from my friend Denise saying that is true. Giving and not receiving. No expectations. So that's that's some of my Christmas stuff so far. I got one more week, you know. I got one more week for before Christmas comes on, and I will definitely be on next week. You know, and um, well, just right now, you know, I got about eight minutes left on this show. Since oh, Denise wrote, since my mom died in nine years ago, my brother comes to my house in the morning. Then a friend started inviting me for Christmas dinner with his extended family. So I have an adopted family. Oh, God bless you, Denise. God bless them. It, that's sweet. That's nice to hear. That's really nice to hear. They have an adopted family. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Appreciate that, Denise. Thank you very much. Um. So what's everybody's plans for Christmas? I got seven minutes left here, and I'd like to know what, well, Denise just, you know, shared hers. Holly, what's your plans for Christmas? You know, anybody out there? I'll be on my plan is that, you know, because I got to work Christmas Eve. So I'm going to be dead tired, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to be tired, but you know what? My son will be in. We'll watch the Steeler game. And uh, I get to sleep in on Christmas morning because we're closed. And listen, if any of y'all need to talk, you know, you can reach me on my um, Facebook page. Really, you can. Um, it's Sean Kelly. Okay. And my picture of my Facebook page is the logo Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. That's me. And, uh, you know, send me a chat. I won't give you my number. I don't do that anymore because there's a lot of problems that happen. But please send me a message through Messenger on Facebook. At, you know, Sean Kelly, Pittsburgh Paranormal Society is the picture on my profile page. Holly just said, I told my oldest son, I'm too old now. It's your turn to do the holidays. Ah, ah putting the foot down, Holly, huh? Putting the old foot down. That's okay. You know what's funny, Holly? Come Thanksgiving, I, I wanted to cook Thanksgiving dinner, so I had everything prepared. You know, I had the 
turkey ready. I had the stuff ready for the stuffing. You know, I mean, dinner was ready. Honest to God, Holly, seriously. And, of course, my mom wanted to cook. <laughs> I said, Mom, I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner today. She said, no, you ain't. I am. And I just had a little smile on my face. I was like, uh, okay. Even though you're 83 years old, you're still the boss. So I totally understand. But I, I one day she'll let me cook. You know, my mom's cute. Um, you know, because when I get off at 2 o'clock, you know, my mom will start dinner. Okay. And by the time I get home, <laughs> I have to finish the dinner and that's okay. My mom's my main important person in my life right now. To this right now. Is my my mom. You know. Don't know how long I got to spend and how much more time I get to spend with her, but you know what? I'm there and I am gonna definitely help her out as much as I can. Because it's my mom. And everybody should have that attitude toward their moms and dads. And if your moms and dads aren't around, okay, you got aunts and uncles, or you got friends that you could do that to, you know. Thank you, Holly. Thank you for saying that. She's a good mom. She raised me right, I think. Not for a while. But I, but I really believe that God's saying, you know what, Sean, you, you need to take care of her now. Make her feel comfortable and safe. No, but listen, okay, we're at the 47-minute mark. I hope everybody enjoyed the show tonight. Um, I do do a lot of talking, and I just shared my, 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 my experience, strength, and hope for everybody. You know, I hope you learned a little bit today. I learned a little bit about everybody tonight by sharing in the chat room, which I think was really, really cool, you know. So... Uh, next week's show, who knows what's going to be, but it's going to have to deal with Christmas. You know, I, I don't know. I'll have to come up with something else, you know, maybe more songs, maybe more like Rudolph, <laughs> the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the best two uh, cartoons in the world was what? Frosty the Snowman and then Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer are my favorites. They're the best, you know. It's funny, with, speaking of that, before we go here, um, we were at work today, and all of us are working, and one of my workers says, you know what? And we all go, what, well, what's up? He said, you guys watch Rudolph, Rindo's Reindeer? And I said, yes, I do. Good night, Holly. God bless you, too. I said, we all said, yeah, we do. And he said, don't you feel like that we are on an island with misfit toys that were the misfit toys? And it's all the meat cutters in the meat room. <laughs> we kind of agree. We had a little chuckle about it, you know. But I want to say goodnight to everybody. Thank you for joining in and listening to my show. I will be on next week at 10 o'clock p.m. Same time, same channel, same station. And um, everybody be safe tonight, you know, and, and have a wonderful weekend, okay? In, in, in a week, weekend, whatever, do what you got to do. You too, hon. Have a good week too, Denise. Denise is a good girl. I like her. She's a good friend. Her and Holly are good friends, my good friends, and I appreciate them a lot. I must not say it a lot, but I do appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody that's in my life today. But everybody, good night. Have a good evening and see you next week. And parents, please, please, especially in this season right now, go up and give your kids a hug and tell them that you love them. And children, please go to your parents and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. Because those three words, I love you, go a long way. And on that note, good night, happy hunting, and Merry Christmas. Good night.
just gotta wait for somebody to close the show down. So who's all listening? Just waiting for my boss to slip this show down. Mm-hmm. I was in the smoke. 